Are you feeling frazzled and overwhelmed by the chaos of the Christmas season? This episode will provide valuable guidance and helpful strategies for finding the time and energy to have peace and stillness during this busiest time of year. Don't let the hustle and bustle of the season steal your joy and peace. Take a few minutes to watch our video today and take back control of your holiday routine. Learn how to find stillness in the chaos this holiday season. Hello, welcome to Bringing Hope Home. We are Pastors Bryce and Colette, and thank you for joining us for another week this December. We hope this is filling you with lots of joy and um, everything this month. And um, so we just thank you for taking some time and being with us. Right, we're glad and we're hoping, we're glad you're with us and we're hoping you get that Christmas spirit, which I don't even, I hesitate saying that a little bit because really it's the Christ spirit yeah. uh, inside of each one of you. Yes, mm -hmm. and that's what you get all year round. Yeah. Uh, but that Christmas spirit, the really spark that comes from that, that the world uses, as the Christmas spirit is Christ's spirit that comes and should come from us Christians every day of the year. <laughs> That's right. For sure. And so we're right. glad you're with us uh, for another week and another episode. And so I hope you grab your Bible and grab a drink to, to sit back with us and take a little pause in your day to, to learn about another truth in God's Word. That's right. And uh, so let's pray real quick before we get into the Word. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you again for this day, a day to come together, to learn, to grow from your word and from those words uh, that you have for us. Lord, may we take these words out into our, our lives and may it transform us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, today's topic kind of piggybacks last week. Last week we were talking about peace and this week we are talking about being still. Um, and this is something that you know a lot of us have a hard time with of being still especially this time of year our schedules don't sometimes allow us to be still um, our calendars are full of concerts and events parties and, and events and, and this then, and that and yeah. they're all fun but um time to be still is right and i know some people that time. have three or four or five christmases yeah with just family that they have to go to and that can be take a toll <laughs> on your joy, on your peace, on a lot of different things, uh, on your wallet. And so <laughs> the, that just, it's a lot there for you. And, and to be still is a skill. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so let me say that again. To be still is a skill that you can learn from the Lord. And I'll have to say, I'm going to raise my hand. Uh, this is one that I have to work on quite a bit. I've gotten better at it. But I, as I've gotten older, and I think it's just because as I'm getting older, <laughs> I, I'm just seeing, I'm slowing down a little bit and being, hmm, this is nicer, yeah. I think. But I used to really go, 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 and it was almost part of dealing with anxieties yeah. and wanting things perfect. That, and I always felt like in the Word and in my life, the way I was raised, that uh, you know, go get it done and do it the best that you can do and make sure you do it to the best of your abilities. And for me to do that, I can't just snap my fingers and do anything good or to the best. It takes me a while. So I'm always going and redoing and planning. And, and so I'm not still very often. No. And, uh, you know, like my wife here would love to sit by a pool or a beach. Or right now a fire. Or a fireplace. And, Actually, uh, right now a beach sounds good. Yeah, but you mean <laughs> if I sit there longer than a half hour, 
And that just, that's the natural be still mm. I have a hard time with. I want to, and most guys, we want to go do stuff. If we're going to talk, you know, if I need to go talk to a guy, the best place to talk to somebody is while they're doing something, working on a truck, you know, doing something, going to a ball game. That's the best time because us guys are doers. So anyway, it, it being still could be hard yep. is what I'm saying. Um, but we need to learn to be still. And again, it's a skill that can be learned because God is in those still moments. Mm-hmm. Now, he's in the rush of your day as well. But you hear his voice a little bit clearer mm-hmm. when you can be still, even in the chaos. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so important to have those times. You know, Jesus withdrew himself and had time to pray and just to be still in God's presence. So if Jesus needed to do it, you know, how much more do we need that time to steal away and just to be still in his presence and um, to take time to breathe, you know, and appreciate the moments. You know, I think so much we just go from one thing to another that we don't really feel the day, you know, and so being still can be going about your day, but really appreciating the people in it. You know, feeling gratitude, feeling the weather, the coldness on your skin, you know, just being as every moment in your day, you know, really taking it in. And that also is quieting down your mind and just being present. I think too, you know, being still means being present. You know, the people that you're with, do you just, are you just there, but you're on your phone? You know, you're not really together. Or are you really present and looking at each other and, you know, how is your day and phones are off and you're, you know, it's really connecting um, with the people that you're with. Right. Being still doesn't mean you stop a lot of times, but I like how you said that, being present Mm -hmm. in that moment and uh, letting God interject as well into that moment. Uh, it, it is amazing what God can do when you just still yourself. You know, when I was learning or my, you know, as a kid and I'd, you know, mess up and my mom would be mad or whatever, it would be, I, I'm going to count to three, you know, or I'm going to count to 10. And that was that time. And I learned that with our own children. Don't just react, still yourself for a minute, mm-hmm. get your bearings and go from there. Um, so anyway, let's read a, a scripture before we go any farther. Yeah. We haven't even gotten into our scripture. And this scripture is pretty important to both uh, Colette and I because it's one of our mom's favorites. Both of our moms. Both our moms. That's what I'm saying. Our mm. mom's favorite scriptures. And, and for a very good reason. You know, this scripture is quoted on a lot of, you'll see it on coffee mugs. You'll see it on different gifts and everything. And so we know that it's in the Bible, but it's good to put your eyes on That's it. Right. Where does it come from? And again, there's a deeper sense that we can get from it and mm-hmm. meaning. And so it's in, found in Psalms 46, verse 10. And it says this, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. So be still and know that I am God. Mm-hmm. You know, in whatever you're going through. My mom, I, I found that that was one of my mom's favorite verses when she was going through her cancer situation. And, you know, in the chaos of that, mm-hmm. you know, and all the to-do lists and the checklists and the anxiety and everything, mm-hmm. 
she said, you know, I just have to sit and that's sometimes all I can do, but to be still in his presence. And know that he's God. Know right. that he has Right. That he loves me. He cares for me. He's mm-hmm. helping me. Even in, it uh, doesn't seem like he's helping. Again, be still. In what you're trying to do. And just again, let him. Right. Just let him be there. And that, again, you can get in that cancer situation. The anxiety level just goes through the roof. Mm-hmm. And you might be sitting there still but really not still. Right, there's different areas you can be still. Right. And our minds are the ones that (laughs) you can be sitting there, but your mind can be. And that's where my mom was at. I have to still my mind Mm -hmm. and not let it run away to the muck of what's going on or my feelings or my hurt, hurting right now. Or fear, you know, this scripture really is be still and know that I am God. What are you having to know that he is God? Usually it's in a situation, a fearful situation or Mm -hmm. a situation that you're in that is like, ah. Yeah, and you don't know the, what's coming. What's coming. And so he's like, you be still, stop your mind, stop, you know, thinking of what you can do and know that I am God. Amen. That's so important. And that's your mom used that a lot when she was going through the COVID situation. Yeah, and in other hospital. places, you know, it just, I, I want it to be over and done with now. And I'm having to wait. And to wait, then I got to be still in God and God's timing and everything. And what you were just alluding to, let's go jump back to verse one, because that's where it's at in this scripture. Psalms 46, one says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time in trouble in time and trouble therefore we will not fear mm-hmm. and it goes on but it, just get that he's our refuge our strength in our help in trouble mm-hmm. and that's when it, you go to the end and the psalmist then says be still mm-hmm. and God's repeating back to the the psalmist be still and know Mm-hmm. So there's a knowing. That means there's a relationship there. There's a presence of God mm-hmm. in that moment that no matter all the swirling and dealing and, and hubbub and chaos, there's God. You know, as we're, this is Christmas time, you know, that's what Mary had to do. Be still and know that, that God is God, right? In this situation, you're going to have a baby, and it's going to be the savior of the world. <laughs> yeah. Really? Really. You right. know, be still and know that I am God. That's what she had to do for, you know, the conception of, of Jesus. And um, that's what we all have to do, bringing Jesus into our lives. Amen. We and, have to be still. And, and, and so what this has to go with, this being still, is to recognize the depth of his love mm-hmm. for us. And you can pray the Ephesian prayers over yourself, by the way. We're not going to turn to that today, but go to Ephesians 1, uh, 16 on and Ephesians 3, 16 on. And they talk about, open the eyes of my understanding to the truth and light of his love, the height, the depth, the breadth, all those things. Mm-hmm. And let him reveal. And that if you just sit in that, say that prayer over yourself as a personal prayer, and then just sit there and let him download into you. Mm-hmm. It'll be really, really good. Uh, one thing that we want to talk about is what does it mean to be still? You know, again, whether it's 
physically being still like I have troubles with or in those moments that totally being still letting him work spiritually being still mentally being still physically yeah Mm -hmm. and and so you might wrestle with some of those so let me get let's let us give you a couple points here number one focus on God and his promises not the news of the day you know, when our kids were going through the NICU, you know, just the other day uh, it was um, National um, Preemie Day. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I, I saw a few posts on that. And, you know, we had two preemies ourselves. Actually, Actually three all preemies. three, but two of them were in the NICU. And in those days, you would get news. You would get the, the information when you came in in the morning where they're at. And a lot of times that wasn't where we were believing them to be or we didn't like what they were reporting. And so you had to be still and take that and again, focus on God and how big he is. He's bigger than that and give it over to him and not be focused on the news, but be focused on his presence and who he is in that moment. Can I stop right here? You said he's bigger than that. And just give a commercial. Next month, we have our book, God is Bigger, coming out. And if you or someone that you know is going through cancer, you're going to want to have this. It's verses and prayers um, for the cancer journey, um, all different parts, but it's called God is Bigger. So just a little. Yes. And you can find it right now, actually, on on an Amazon ebook, but the, Mm -hmm. the Kindle. And so. But it is a fabulous book, and it's going to help and bless a lot of people. But anyway, God is bigger. God is bigger. Uh, number two, take captive those thoughts that you're getting rushed with. Take captive. There's a verse in 2 Corinthians 10 about taking captive the thoughts to the obedience of Christ. Mm-hmm. Because I, you can't be still when those thoughts are flying. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I love Brother Hagen's. You can't stop the thoughts from, or the birds from flying above your head, but you can stop them from nesting in your hair. Same thing with thoughts. Thoughts are going to come and go and fly by your thought process and come to your attention, but you don't have to dwell on them. And you stop them by speaking the word. When you speak, you have to stop and listen to what you're saying. So if your mind is just racing and going, and that's why we have so many... um, resources of verses and confessions for you because the battle is in the mind and the battle is that's where you want to stop your thoughts so we're giving you we're arming you with the scriptures Mm -hmm. to put in your mouth um, to stop this cycle you know that's right because you you do you have to stop the cycle before you keep digging the hole deeper The second one is kind of alluding back to last week, or third, excuse me, last week when we talked about peace. We are to be led by peace, not by fear. And we were talking about that last week in in Colossians 3.15. Be led by peace. Don't be led by circumstance. Don't be led by money. Don't be led by influence of somebody else. Mm -hmm. Be led by the peace of God. Let that influence you first. That's number two, and then, or number three, three. <laughs> I keep saying two. Number four, let's jump to four. Four, stop trying to play God. This one might hurt a little bit, 
But we are all wanting to be captain of our own ships. And we all want to have a say in how things are going. And when they're not going our way, the first instinct that we all have, because we are created in God's image, is to start taking control. Mm-hmm. And that usually does not get us to the peace or the be still moments. We need to have a Jesus take the wheel moment before you get in the accident. Yeah. <laughs> not, not during. Right, not during. That's yeah. right. And so stop trying to play God in yeah. trying to fix things. Uh, give them to God. Pray about them. Uh, lay them at his feet. Those kind of things are so important. And, and that's one way, uh, a great way to be um, still in that yeah. moment. And number five, the last one, remove the external distractions that you may have, and also silence the internal distraction. And Colette alluded to that by speaking the word. The, the external distractions, you know, those noises. Sometimes our houses and our lives with our phones are too noisy. There's just so much coming in. Yes. I don't think we were created to really deal with as much no. input that we are getting from and stimulus from TVs and our phones and, um, you know, time just to put, turn it all off. Right. And a lot of people say, well, you know, like I'm a sports guy, so they like to have just sports on. They like the noise. And if it's not on or something's not on, it feels a little awkward. Mm. But it should be the opposite. Mm. We should be okay in that stillness. And again, that's where God can speak a little bit clearer. You know, and so again, remove that external noise and that extra, the internal distractions. I love quiet. You know, I and so, quiet. and have, so have a new priority list. When you have you writing your own Christmas list this mm-hmm. year, you know, go ahead and, and have a priority list of being still and removing those things from your life a little bit. And you're going to see an increase of your peace. You're going to see an increase of God talking to you. And boy, that gets really fun when God starts talking to you, by the way. That's right. That's for sure. (laughs) So anyway, we thank you again for being with us um, this week. And, you know, just I challenge you to find those times to be still in Him and to bring hope home to your life today. Find solace in your faith during the most challenging times with our latest book, God is Bigger. This book is specifically curated to provide comfort, encouragement, and hope for individuals navigating their journey with cancer. It features a collection of 50 carefully selected scriptures and prayers that have comforting and uplifting messages for every stage of the cancer journey, from diagnosis and planning to treatment and remission. Each page offers a spiritual retreat and a constant reminder of the divine support that is always within your reach. It's not just for patients. There's also a specific section for caregivers to find fortitude and resilience in the enlightening passages. The prayers are designed to instill courage and strength, reminding you that even in the darkest days, faith will guide you through. So whether you are a patient or a caregiver, the God is Bigger book is a powerful tool that will help you anchor your faith to overcome fear, anxiety, and uncertainty. Get your copy by going to the link in the show notes.